It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Good Saturday morning and welcome to another hour of Lawn and Garden here on WSB. Ashley Frasca sitting in for Walter Reeves today. He'll be back next Saturday. We've had two hours of solid, good garden questions from you. 404-872-0750. Joined in studio by Winston Eason, a county extension agent in Clayton County, and Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery. And so if you have questions, you know where to find us. Give us a call. We also answer questions online for folks on Twitter Use the hashtag AskWalter, and that's what Kathy did. She's got a good question. My hydrangeas haven't bloomed in the last two years from late freezes. They are getting buds now, but are there any tips to save them this year? Uh, uh, a dance, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I have tried covering them. It's hard and, tip. Yeah. 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 Uh, last year, everybody was pretty successful. Mm-hmm. There weren't too many right. uh, freezes last year. But year before last, I think everybody lost theirs. Yeah. So um, I have tried covering. I went to Goodwill and bought every sheet they had <laughs> and tried covering mine. And I don't know that it, it really did work. any good. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Now, what yeah. are some of the, the very... Um, fragile things that people may have you know needed to cover and didn't and maybe rudely awakened in the next few weeks to see that they yeah. didn't make the cold weather well well usually the, the early the, blooming the, right the, the early blooming plants yeah. um you know would upset their flower buds um uh, you know your facetias your um dogwoods um most all plants all that prunus, bloom in the spring yeah, prunus, bloom on old wood, that's and correct. that's why. Mm-hmm. And so, if it gets killed back, yeah. you don't get it. Yeah. things that bloom later in the season bloom on new wood, and you usually cut those back anyway, yeah. like mm-hmm. like uh, crape myrtles and yeah. buddleias and things like that. Yeah. All right, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty out to Smyrna. Good morning, Jane. How are you? Hey. I'm just great, but um, I'm perplexed because I think I have rabbits feasting on some liripe, and they're new tender um, plants that I put out this fall, and I have read that blood meal is a deterrent. Is that an old wives' tale? Well, it's a deterrent for rabbits maybe a little bit, but it's, yeah. it, it calls in some of the other things that are meat eaters. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. For yeah. all the cats and dogs and things yeah. like that in your neighborhood, it'll bring those in. So Oh, it will? Yeah. I think there are other deterrents that you could use that would oh, be better. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to write. There's some, I... there's some sm- uh, taste, taste deterrents, yeah. mm-hmm. and there's taste some... Uh, Wait, what did you just say? Taste, what? like hot peppers and things like that. And then there are some that are, are, are smell uh, deterrents, too, like they have garlic. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things that's in them. But you just have to keep up with it. Now, deer are pretty easy, I think, to to keep away. You can kind of train them. Deer are smart. Rabbits are stupid. You cannot. <laughs> you can't, so you just have to keep putting it on there to yeah. remind them not to eat it. I'm sure it's not deer because we don't have any in yeah. the neighborhood. But, uh, and it's not chipmunks. I think they hibernate in the winter, don't they? I haven't seen any recently. No, I don't think they have you seen the rabbits? or? Yes, I have yeah. seen them okay. um, Yeah, at dusk, and I read that they feed at night largely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think I, I've, I've walked out and suddenly 
you know, half the foliage is gone. Well, we've yeah. got some stuff. There's one called Repel. There's another one called Shake Away that is uh, uh, actually, I think it's a, a coyote uh, urine. That they oh. ate a fox urine that you and it makes them think that there's, yeah, a, there's a, predator. a predator around. Um, does it? Do we smell it, or is it just a, <laughs> a little bit when you first put it on there, but not long, okay. not long. And so I would have to renew it after a rain. Right, That's correct. correct. Mm-hmm. Now, say like we don't get any rain for two weeks or so, then do I? Have it to will tell you on the thing how yeah, often. Yeah, just read the label. It yeah. will tell you how often oh, you have okay. to apply it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do y'all, you, you all sell that at Pike? We do. Okay. I'll see you soon, Mary. All right. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Jane. Have Bye. a great Saturday morning. Thanks. Bye. Now, once those plants, Larope or Liriope, however you say, once that gets a little more established, though, is that pretty common for the rabbit to still go uh, after them, or is I've, it just I've never heard new? of rabbits eating um I have a friend that they ate some of hers. Some hers. They okay. did. So and then our other caller was cutting it back, and yeah. maybe if he brought in yeah. some rabbits, it's a <laughs> yeah. win, right? But, but maybe during the spring months when we have a lot more so many food babies. source, um, yeah. you know, they might just, you know... Um, bridge over to something else yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, a little bit more tasty and for the yeah. time um, being and, and even with early planting in the spring mm-hmm. too i mean i'm a big proponent of some kind of little netting or even chicken wire and just mm-hmm. crafting it and kind of right. bending it over what you need okay. to to keep little varmints out right yeah yeah a good gardener i think always needs to have mm-hmm. some some kind fencing of a, kind of things yeah. like that yeah. to try to outsmart exclusion you get a dog exclusion yes. they love yeah. to chase rabbits that's true <laughs> that's very true yeah shadow she's really into chasing rabbits and squirrels yeah she almost yeah. got a squirrel the other Uh-oh. day that was pretty scary he ran up that tree and just started looking at her oh he was he had the final say in that for sure so uh in in the break here just about 10 minutes ago we were talking about beekeeping and we had a pretty mm-hmm. good conversation amongst the three of us about beekeeping so Tell me, Mickey, what's coming up? Well, in Paulding County, we have our beekeeper school, uh, bee school, and it's going to take place next Saturday at Chattahoochee Tech in Dallas. And I'm going to be doing a talk there, and they're going to be all kind of very, very knowledgeable beekeepers. And this is primarily for beginners as well as uh, seasoned beekeepers because we've got people there. The bee club in Paulding County has got all kinds of people in it, and we would love for you to come. But uh, next week, um, give them a call. Um, There's a number I'm going to give you right now. It's 678-310-7305, and this is for our bee college next weekend. So I hope everybody will come. Out in Dallas. Out in Dallas. That's a fun thing to get involved in. Oh, it is fun. I love it. It's one of my favorite things. And I I can really see a difference in my garden since I've got the bees. Mm. I mean, they really do pollinate. Pollinate. I I get more more squash and cucumbers than I have ever gotten in my life because they need that so badly. So I hope everybody will think about it and uh, plant for the bees. Yeah. Those vine crops really do depend oh, a lot yeah, on the Oh, yeah, they're dependent on, on it. Yeah. yeah. And in Clayton County, some of the communities in Clayton County are, you know, have bee groups as well. Oh, we do. We do have a Terra Beekeepers Association. <laughs> um, they have a, a very active members, and they're always willing to share information. Now, would the extension so, office be able to hook people up with... That, that's correct. We, um, we collaborate and um, sponsor a lot of their workshops and so forth. 
So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can either call the extension office there or um, you can uh, get in touch with the Terra Beekeepers Association. Nice. 1-800-ASK-UGA-1. Anytime that Walter's off the air, the three hours you get him on a Saturday is pretty valuable. But uh, any other time, 1-800-ASK-UGA-1 to be able to get a hold of your extension agent. Any help you may need, they're there That's for you. Yep. And looking into the Master Gardener classes, too, just mm-hmm. how much fun that is for people. To- yeah, um, yeah. of course, the, the Master Gardener program is a, is a volunteer training program yep. where we're looking for um, people who are, you know, just enthusiastic about the environment and gardening and so forth. And we um, take them in, put them through a training program, and um, they come back and um, help us with our outreach. Yeah, they take away the knowledge, and then they get their back. volunteer time. Yes. That's how I got started into gardening. Awesome. Was through the Master yeah. Gardener program years and years and years ago before I ever got into it professionally. Now, is it twelve weeks? Uh, it, yeah, it's about twelve yeah. uh, twelve weeks training. Yeah, and then is the volunteer. Um, most most counties, uh, the training program, the classroom type, uh, runs from January through probably March. Okay, and then when's the volunteer time? Uh, right. Is that and, after that? After that, then um, you have to put in about fifty hours yeah. of volunteer time to to be certified. Okay, and then subsequent years um, after that initial certification is twenty five hours. And I mean, so many ways to get involved in the community. And what oh, I'd yeah. like to see in the last maybe two, three, four years are these community gardens. That is yeah. becoming such a trendy it's, kind of it's thing. Trendy. It's trendy. We wonderful. have quite a few of those in Orr County, and Orr Master Gardeners are very uh, involved in uh, sharing information at those um, those gardens. Now, what about volunteering at local gardens? Like I'm thinking Smith Gilbert for folks mm-hmm. in Cobb yeah. County and up in... Um, Ball ground near me, Gibbs Gardens. I mean, is yeah. that does that count? Yeah, for uh, it, oh, yeah. it counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It, it does. Yeah, I see so many and ways. It, it's all done on a county basis. Yeah. Um, so you know, if you're a Clayton County Master Gardeners, we like for you to volunteer in Clayton County. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know, if you're in Fulton County, then uh, we expect you to volunteer and spend your time, um, you know, your outreach efforts in in, in Fulton <laughs> County. That's great. That's great. Good ways to get involved. Well, one more question before we hop out for a news, weather, and traffic update. This comes from John. Uh, Hey, Walter, we bought several of the potted mums this past fall, and our intention was to plant them in the ground, but we didn't get around to it. So they're still in the containers, and they're brown. Is it too late to plant those in the ground? Mm, Brown. I'm scared about brown. (laughs) I am too, but I have to say that last winter... I bought some that were planted rather than buying cut mums. I bought them mm. planted, and I cut them off and made flower arrangements yeah. for a shower. And I just put the pots out in by the compost pile, didn't think anything about it. And then next spring, they came up, came up. and mm. they actually bloomed. So I, I planted them then. Yeah. Now, I, last winter was a lot milder than this past winter, so I don't know, but... Mm. Um, Actually, I've got some more that are in pots that I'm waiting to see if they come up. So yeah, yeah, I think the first thing to would be to determine if they are actually dead. Yeah, like so and you, you can, won't, you, you'll know it in yeah, the spring. Yeah, right. So just leave them uh, until they do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, and before you plant something like that, would you want to cut it all the way back to kind of? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the moms, yeah, we yeah. typically would give them a haircut. and um, We usually keep those yeah. trimmed until mm-hmm. about the 4th of July yeah. anyway, keep them short. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many folks, I know it, it creeps up on you in the fall. You have all these grand plans of planting yep. trees yeah. and shrubs and all these different yeah, things. And it, it just away. stays in the carport or the garage all yep. winter. And you go, uh-oh, what have I done? Yeah. So best best laid plans of mice and men, I suppose. Well, coming up on 817 here on WSB, we're going to step out for a break in about... 
little more than another half hour to go on Lawn and Garden, followed by Dave Baker's Home Fix-It show. Stay tuned right here to News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the Lawn and Garden advice you need. 823 here on Peachtree Street, WSB Radio. A quick weather update from Ackerman Security Systems and meteorologist Kirk Mellish. Today it's going to be cloudy, a 30% chance of a light shower, and the chance of rain increases later in the day. A high in the upper 50s, low around 49 degrees. And tomorrow, rain is likely all day long. High of 56 and low around 42. Your complete forecast comes up in less than 10 minutes here on WSB. I'm Ashley Frasca, joined in studio by Mickey Gazaway and Winston Eason. We're taking your calls all day long. And stay tuned if you're out and about today. The highlights of the weekend on WSB. 9 to noon, the Home Fix-It show with Dave Baker. UGA basketball Later on this afternoon, a pregame at 1.35, tip-off against the Kansas State Wildcats and Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. That'll be moved to the end of the basketball game until 6 p.m. right here on WSB. Not a whole lot going on in the city this weekend, so if you can get out before the rain this weekend, maybe a good time to put down some fertilizers for certain things. What should people be thinking of? Is, is there really something that they could beat the rain to? Well, maybe this time of year I'd, I'd be looking at, you know, maybe um, just cleaning up the landscape, yeah. um, getting your soil samples, um, you know, taking soil samples and so forth, um, looking for opportunities to probab- probably prune some stuff back. We pruned um, our Vitex, yeah. and mm-hmm. I see people are right. pruning crepe myrtles mm-hmm. now. Crepe myrtles. Vitex, mm-hmm. that's the, uh, that grows along the interstate sometimes with the big purple. Yeah. Like, yeah. People um, think yeah. they're butterfly bushes. Yeah. Uh, like, I yeah. love them. They're no, beautiful. No, those are pretty hardy, right? I love, yeah. Hardy. So yeah. you just prune those back? Prune all the way back. back. Um, roses, um, you have been telling people all morning. Yeah, they roses. Can you can do that with roses. Lyrope, lyrope, yeah. The grasses, the miscanthus and pampas grass. Um, what now else? Um, butterfly bushes. Butterfly bushes. Your uh, Miss Huff um, mm-hmm. lantanas. Oh, yeah. You can yep. prune those back. Um, this time of year, if you didn't get a chance to do it earlier, um, this really is a time for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people still looking mm-hmm. at some of that damage from the heavy snow that we had right. a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. So this is really a time to kind of start to, to clean up and really see up. if there was mm-hmm. that yeah. much damage. Get yeah. up there and do a little bit of clean up and reassess and assess and so forth. It's amazing how much better your lawn looks. When, I mean, your gra- your yard looks when you get some new mulch out there mulch, and everything. Yeah, that, Makes it look mm-hmm. neat and mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, it's the yeah. time of year it's to good. start. You know, and what, what a good thing for younger and newer homeowners to do is sit down. and I mean, you have this untouched landscape. You have all this opportunity. Even if you have an established yard mm-hmm. and you're just kind of ready for something new, Sit down with the people in your household and map out a good plan, a good, good landscape plan. Yeah. plan. You've, you've heard us talk about some plants, and Walter always lists things off. You know, if people call for, mm-hmm. I want suggestions yeah. of tropicals around the pool, or I want, Trop- you know, <laughs> yep. ideas for trees in my new mm-hmm. home. So keeping an ongoing list and just be curious about what you see around right. you. You know, if you see and something in a neighbor's yard, I'd like that. What is that? And, and kind I, of map out where things would go and get to right. learn, you know, the Well, you know, Pikes has yard. got a great landscape uh, plan uh, 
design group, mm-hmm. and we would love to come out and, and help you out there. See, and then we can even so install great. it for you mm-hmm. when you get through. So. Yeah. Now, I wonder, so once you go into Pike and you go in there for one or two things and you end up picking <laughs> up seven or eight, you know, things that you want to put in the right. landscape, and that's the time where it kind of dawns on you, I may want some help putting some of these out. And that's what we call a pick and plant. When you pick it out and then we go out and plant it where you want it planned, or you can do the design and install where we do do the design and then we come out and you don't do anything. You just tell us what you like and we get it in there and it's beautiful. Awesome. And the amazing thing too is the, oh, the lifetime guarantee yes, on the absolutely. trees and shrubs, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. correct. I've, I've, I've had to do that, believe it or not. Good. And, and no problem at the Pike Nursery. No, absolutely not. I, uh, Sky Pencil, Holly, uh-huh. I believe is what I had issue with. And just two died, not just yeah. one, but two. And wow. so replaced in the summer. With, yep, yeah. yep. Replaced it with something else, and I'm happy yeah. as could be. Good. So awesome. that's always good. a good guarantee. Mm-hmm. So speaking of Pike Nursery here in the metro Atlanta area, always there to help you out. Coming up in 10 minutes with Mickey Gasway. She'll give us the Pike's Pick. Doesn't even have to be on the phone. She's live in the studio. So stay tuned for the Pike's Pick. That's the item that you're going to get 20% off on this weekend at all Pike Nurseries. So be uh, be stay tuned for that. 30 more minutes of calls. Call in. 404 404- 8720750 This is Lawn and Garden on News 955 and AM 750 WSB It's the Lawn and Garden show with Walter Reeves on News 955 and AM 750 WSB It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries your neighborhood garden center playing in the dirt for more than 50 years Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK And now here's Walter Almost, but not quite. Walter Reeves is out this Saturday morning. He will return to the studios next Saturday. Ashley Frasca from the traffic team and from Herman Cain's show, sitting in with you for another half hour with Winston Eason, County Extension Agent for Clayton County, and Mickey Gasaway from Pike Nursery. So we have you live in living color here, except instead of on the phone, to share with us the uh, Pike's pick of the weekend. What you got? That's right. And this week it's camellias, all the camellias, the japonicas, and the sasanquas was and we've just got lots of them and they're really pretty and they some of them haven't bloomed out so they're still gonna you're still gonna have blooms on them um and they're beautiful i mean camellias are hard to beat they're just for sure such a traditional southern plant now for my little brain that's not expert gardener in any way i was talking to walter about this because when people call about their camellias i i always get confused you know which blooms in the fall and which blooms Mm -hmm. in the late winter early spring so tell me if i'm right here let's see if we can go with january japonica so january is going to (laughs) bloom january february march Mm -hmm. september sasanqua it's not going to bloom as early as september necessarily that's more of the fall Because, like, that's what I have. So I have the Sasanqua. It blooms, like, in October. And my variety, it's beautiful. It's a white flower, but it looks like a fried egg because the center is yellow. So they just look so cool. There's one Japonica that blooms earlier. It's called Debutante. It's a huge pink one. And it's beautiful. And it hardly ever gets zapped because it blooms early. And they're they're pretty hardy, too. Yeah, very 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 heat-tolerant. And drought taller. Mm-hmm. That's one of the last things we water in the greenhouse. Now, is there, I mean, oftentimes, you know, people's camellias get so large. And other than just for size, is there really a need to prune those? Not unless there's, not unless yeah. it's getting too big. And try try to look, when you look at it and see, um, you know, how big it's going to get and judge from that. Plant in the right space. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah, in the right, right sunshade. Mm-hmm. The um, was usually like a little more sun than the japonicas. And, um 
they're easy to easy to grow plants. Yeah. All, every color imagine. Oh, that's awesome! So if they just had a smell. Not many of them have smells. Oh, that's yeah. you. When you walk up to one, you would almost expect that, right? Mm-hmm. So. But the 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 uh, shrubs themselves are beautiful. They've got that shiny dark green foliage. So. Now, to get ahead of maybe some folks that might start seeing some things this spring, what are some common um, things on the leaves that you might find that, you know, camellias are susceptible to as far as insects or diseases? Well, or sometimes like tea scale. That's tea scales, yes. Yeah, scales has, have, have always been a problem on uh, azalea. And, uh, but I've never maybe, had um, too much problem with it. Not I mean, too many, a, as far as diseases no. are concerned. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen much. You get uh, gall, some sometimes cor- leaf galls. Leaf galls and maybe some chlorosis. Um, kind of trace back to maybe some nutrient deficiencies, but um, not much. Very it's easy. a pretty, so, pretty easy, hard plant. Yeah. yeah, and treat them like an azalea. Yeah. They're... Um, you know, they're acid-loving, so mm-hmm. we have azalea camellia food. E.B. Stone, is. we have several different ones, but that's a good one. So you head into Pike Nursery this weekend. You get 20% off on camellia. Sometimes you just may need to remind the cashier. That's yep, the Pike's that's pick. Right. You heard it here on the Lawn and Garden Show. And folks that we talked about landscape design, the Pike's pick, the rose classes. So where can folks get more information on all of that? At pikenursery.com. So the rose class, too, yeah, coming Yes, coming up. up week after next. So it's you want to look, look on pikenursery.com for the times and the locations near you. And it yes. runs over the span of four days, right? Yes, yes. So It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, I think. Okay, perfect. More info at pikenursery.com. Back out of the phones we go, 404-872-0750. Robert down in Monroe County. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. It's Monroe, Georgia. It's Walton County. Ah, see, that's okay. different. Yeah, I was going to say you're down I-75, but no, you're not. So how can we help? Well, we bought a house, and it's nothing but trees, and we got leaves three or four inches thick, been mm-hmm. there for years. I wanted somebody to come pick them up. I don't know if the county don't provide that. I didn't prefer to burn, but I will burn, but I just don't want to smoke up the neighborhood, and we've got flowers that or plants that have flowers, but I think we're choking them out with the leaves because they're so thick. Do you have any suggestions how to get rid of them, what to do with them? Uh, okay, well, you can start a comp- you can, yeah. you can start a compost pile. Run the mower over it. Yeah, run the mower over it, mulch them up. And, uh, it's nothing but trees. I mean, I burn all winter, and we still got none, but... Yeah, and if you're burning, you have to, you know, you have to stick with the ordinance, too. um, Most counties have a a burn ban certain time of the year. Right, we're talking talking truckloads of leaves, I believe. Yeah, when you go to the uh, Georgia Forestry Commission, you make sure if your county requires a permit and all of that, but... I mean, is there any safe way, Winston? That... I prefer not to burn, though. Right. I don't yeah. Smoke yeah. I would say maybe look into just composting, or maybe if you have a natural area, maybe somewhere in the back, um, you know, if you can just um, spread the leaves back pile there and, and let them decompose spread on their them own. Or pile them. Mm, spread them or pile them? Uh, I would say spread, spread them out. Them. Yeah. You know, spread them out. Um, you know, in the backyard somewhere, uh, if you have a wooded area. Instead of mulch. Instead of, yeah. They don't attract mosquitoes? No. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it's going to stay dry yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. They won't puddle up yeah. to draw the water for mosquitoes. Oh, good luck, right, Robert. Well. Sounds like you have quite a task Thank ahead you. of you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you all. Thank you. You drive safe. Have a good weekend. Don over in Gainesville. Don com- calling from Hall County. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. How can Thank we help? 
Yeah, appreciate you taking the call. I've been told I have a good face for radio. <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago, I bought a lady a rosemary bush. And la- early last spring, I proceeded to whack it down. And it hadn't shown any sign of coming back. So I was going to, I want to know when's the best time to buy one and plant it. Um, I would probably, you can plant them right now. We have them right now. I would probably wait a month and then get one then. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't let rosemary get really big and then cut it down. No. You have to use it. Yeah. Uh, I've yeah. got one. I usually replace mine about every five years because I don't cook a lot, so I don't use it as much as I should. But if you used it a lot, then you could keep it cut yeah. back. But, keep it in check. Yeah. yeah. You just can't let them get real big and then right. cut them back. You can't whack yeah. it back too, too much into the yeah. hardwood and just want it to regrow. So, but wait about a month. I probably would. I probably one would. Man, you know, one yeah, one person told me it was seasonal. I want to make sure I don't miss it. Oh, we have them, we have them all summer. Mm-hmm. We'll have okay. them all summer. Thanks, Nursery. That's I right. It. Thank you. And, uh, thank you. Thanks, Don. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Thanks for the call. Bye. 404-872-0750. A few more minutes left on the Lawn and Garden Show to get your call answered. Bill from Forsyth County. Hi, Bill. Hey, how y'all doing? Great. I've got uh, a bunch of juniper camellias in my front yard. They're probably anywhere from uh, 10 to 13 years old, and I wanted to move them to the back. What's the best time of year to move them, and should I prune them back about a third before I move them? Uh, fall is always the best time to, to move things around. Um, next best time would be spring. Um, so um, what I would do is um, just kind of uh, make sure you're picking out a good receiving spot and you can go ahead and move them now. Yeah. And you don't have to prune them back before you move be them at blooming, all. No. But they're not going to start blooming for another month, probably. Well, um, that's a risk you take. You might yeah. not get, you know, um, or if you just want to wait until next fall, that might be a okay. better time to do it. Yeah. And try try to use some, some kind of root stimulator when you move them. You can use Sure Start or one of the other root stimulators because you're going to lose some roots when you move them, and if you add that, then it helps put some root growth on there as well. Well, the bigger ones are about eight feet tall. Yeah, you're always going to lose roots yeah. when you do yeah. that. I'd do them in but the you, fall. Yeah, definitely the fall, fall would be the best time to move the large, um, the larger trees. Um, and don't trees, trim yeah. them back, you said. Don't cut them back. Uh, uh, re- re- research has shown that you know there's no advantage to pruning back. Um, okay. Just makes know. them not as heavy. Yeah. <laughs> And, and those older ones, how big of a root ball should I cut out? Well, rule of thumb is as big as you can manage. <laughs> Wide, Physically. not deep. Yeah. Wide is Wide, yeah. You want deep. to capture as much, um, you know, of the, um, uh, the, the feeder roots. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks, Bill. Thanks so much for the call. And Camellias, Pike's Pick, 20%. That's right. If you don't have some Just like Bill does, yeah. Yeah. go get them this weekend, right? All right, Robbie up in Cartersville. Hi, Robbie. Hello, how are you? Hey, great. Go ahead. Uh, well, my question was, uh, my mom's got gardenias, and she loves clipping them and rerooting them and what have you, but she's got two in her front yard that are massive. Uh, one of them is about, I'd say, six, seven foot tall and six, seven foot round. And obviously the snow in the winter kind of you know, burnt the ends a little bit, and we trimmed them back a little, but she's wanting to like trim them back you know, a couple of feet if she can, but I don't ever, I've talked to a couple of people to find out when the best time to trim back gardenias, and 
some people have told me not to trim them at all because they, they pretty much bud year-round from what I can see when I'm over there. Uh, when would be the best time to trim back gardenias? Right. So if you're going to do uh, some kind of a drastic pruning as uh, in an attempt to uh, kind of rejuvenate the bush, uh, spring would be a best time yeah. to do that. You'll be sacrificing some of the flowers, of course, but uh, to be, you know, to ensure that the uh, uh, the bush doesn't die on you, uh, uh, spring would be a best time to do that before any signs of growth begin. So I would go ahead and do okay. it now. Try to do it now. Yes, and you can, you know, you can you can cut it all the way back to maybe uh, two feet yeah. or foot or so, and it will spring right back. But okay. you won't get blooms until late right, summer, right. probably. Right, yeah, The blooms will be delayed, of course, but um, okay, you'll you'll you would be able to to tame the bush, so to speak. All right, wonderful. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank Welcome. you for calling, Robbie. Anytime. Always here every Saturday, 404-872-0750. And you can always call your county extension office with questions as well, 1-800-ASK-UGA-1. And uh, Walter's website, WalterReeves.com. I'm telling you, this morning we already tried to help you out with uh, the shrub pruning calendar that Walter has posted there. Wh- when to prune which shrubs. Gardenias would have been on there. Camellias would have yeah. been on there. And lawn care calendar. If you search Walter's website for the lawn care calendar, if you're maybe a new homeowner or you're just starting off a new kind of lawn or intending to this spring, that lawn care calendar is going to get you started. He's got centipede, zoysia, bermuda, Fescue, and he does have a calendar for St. Augustine, but do, do a lot of people have success with St. Augustine uh, here? Uh, we're seeing um, uh, maybe more people uh, growing um, St. Augustine, yeah. Definitely uh, a yeah. Warm, mm-hmm. warm season. Right? Yeah, it's, it's warm season, definitely. Yeah. 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 So, you have to have good drainage. That's good a drainage, big deal yeah. with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Yeah. Augustine. And uh, we also, we started off the morning with a lot of calls focusing in the winter weeds right yeah. now, and they're kind of frustrated with that. But Winston had great advice. You know, just kind of yeah, leave that alone right just now. Just leave the winter weeds alone. Uh, they'll all just kind of disappear. Uh, maybe after that first um, mowing, um, the spring, you know, you definitely can get rid of them that way. Uh, but you might want to just make sure you're putting a plan in place to, you know, put out your pre-emergent herbicide on, on a timely basis. So Especially in the fall to keep the, those from coming back. Right, right. They've already spread the seed. So right. the, the pre-emergent to prevent now spring and summer weeds is when? Best time to do that? Uh, best time in this geographic region is actually throughout the month of March. Okay. Um, you know, if further south, you probably might do it a little bit um, earlier, in, earlier. The, in the year. Yeah. Um, uh, we typically put out our pre-emergence um, twice a year. Uh, we put it out in the spring for the summer weeds, and then we put it out again in the fall for the winter weeds. We always uh, say the 15th yeah. of September. When 50, do you, September is, yeah. is, is a good month. It's when uh, the temperatures hit like yes. 55 mm-hmm. degrees at night. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 404 Just a few minutes left to take calls. We've got to step out for news, weather, and traffic. We'll be back to Lawn and Garden on WSB. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellis weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. 
Quick weather highlights for the weekend from Ackerman Security Systems. The chance of rain increasing throughout the day today. A high just below 60 degrees, a low around 49. And tomorrow, rain likely all day. Bring the umbrella highs around the mid-50s and lows around 42. Guys, I think we have a few more minutes to take some calls. As long as Randy and coming, you ask your question quickly. What you got? Hey, good morning. Hey. First of all, I guess I'd like to say Pike rules. Good. And also, I uh, tried Yikes. several attempts in, in the past year of growing a Japanese maple. This one here is about four years old, and I'm wanting to re-transplant it in a different location. First time I tried this, one side of the tree, uh, the leaves didn't look as vibrant and seemed to be just a little bit bare. So this one here has had plenty of sun coverage. Okay. It looks good, but she wants it in a different location. Okay. Well, now, what's your advice? I would say timing, fall again. Yeah, um, yeah. Try to get as much uh, of the root ball as you can. Um, uh, how tall is the... Um, About, uh, I think he may have said. Oh, I no, don't remember. Okay. But, but I would try to move it during the fall months. Yeah. Um, it's better when it's dormant. If you can yeah. get it when it's mm -hmm. gone dormant, it's more like... Yeah. If you move it when it's in full bloom, full I mean, bloom, when it's got leaves bloom. on it, it's like having surgery when you're yeah. awake. Ah. And that's not yeah. good. Sometimes you have to, but it's not a good idea. Yeah. Okay. And Jerry down in Stockbridge, I'm not sure we're going to have time to get you on the air, but maybe a sago palm is what Jerry has turning brown. What's y'all's diagnosis? Not hardy. It's just not hardy. So uh, it's tropical. This far north, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a more tropical plant. So. So, yeah. bad news for Jerry? Bad news. Maybe dead. Yeah, Get a windmill palm. They're hardy. Uh, yeah. Good. Great advice. Thank you for the, the optimistic note. Yeah. There. That's good. All right. So, it's been fun. Lawn and Garden Show the last three hours. Ashley Frasca, I got to sit in for Walter. Such a pleasure. Such an honor. He will be back next Saturday. Thanks goes to Winston Eason of Clayton County, the extension office. It's always a pleasure. We always fun here. to have you. Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery. You're headed that way later. Yes. Fun, fun, fun. I'm and going to West Cobb. <laughs> people can always find more info at, at pikenursery.com. Perfect. Loved yeah. having you guys in studio. Thanks so Me much. And thank, thank you all for the call. Stay tuned. Dave Baker from the Home Fix-It Show. He's up next right here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Have a great Saturday.